Hey gang, this is Mickey once again hijacking the podcast feed. I know we tried to fit a show in before our concert on Saturday, the Comerica Park concert, but Shmo and Mike are still on vacation and it was a lot to ask for them to try and squeeze a show in between their vacation and the concert. Uh, They're way up in northwestern Michigan and I'm still down here in southeastern Michigan and I've been spending all my time monitoring Radio Margaritaville and listening to all the shows that Jimmy's done on the third leg of the tour five shows this time four of which have already been performed and the very last one is going to be our big comerica park concert in two days from now on saturday july 26 the third leg started with jimmy's concert in in woodstock Uh, he's been talking about that for a while and it finally came to pass on july 17th in bethel new york the show was preceded by the recording of jimmy hendrix performing the star spangled banner And I thought that Jimmy might really play around with the set list to play up the fact that he was at Woodstock. But uh, for the most part, the set list was the same. Uh, One notable difference, not a big difference, but a noticeable difference, was that Jimmy did not give a name to the volcano this time. He just referred to it as a Catskills mountain. Jimmy couldn't resist a reference to brown acid. And he saved the big changes to the set list for the encores. The first encore was the Joni Mitchell song, Woodstock. And the final encore was a Neil Young song called After the Gold Rush. And I'm very sketchy on my 70s rock history, so I really don't know anything about those songs and really can't comment on them. But here are the highlights from that Woodstock show on Thursday, July 17th. Woodstock. What can we say? It's our generation, you know. So we're at Woodstock and happy to be here. We have a guest that was here, actually here, on August 15th and 8th through 18, 1969. And you know we have somebody else who was here. Our video director, Carol Merrill, was on the launch. She was. Carol Merrill was here? No kidding. She was at Woodstock. What What happened to you? That's what I need to know. Why were you here? Well, since I'm beyond the statute of limitations, okay, I'm let's find tell. out. Okay, go ahead. This this may come as a shock to people I'm in business with, but what the hell? You mean you did something illegal? Yes. <laughs> no, it wasn't illegal. No, it's good. No, we were. I was in, I was in New Orleans. Yeah. Working at a band on Bourbon Street, and we'd heard about Woodstock, so we had this great plan that it was the 15th to the 18th I think was the that's right thing. that's right so on the 15th we had devised a way that we were going to get there and make it by the last day you were so we, take we, had, it? we were going to get there on the train from New Orleans to New York yeah and then Ricky Bennett his family this is how logical we were after we dropped that acid okay there, um, that's the uh, illegal uh, part so we were going to ride the train up go to Woodstock and then his family lived in Toronto we were going to go vacation Oh. We never made it out of our apartment. The planning stage was... Uh, you mean you didn't take that train? That train ride never came no, about, huh? No, You know that what you opened with? Yeah. Yeah, a lot That's, of that. Yeah, a lot of that. But anyway, it took me 45 years. What were you doing on Woodstock? Well, I was living in Memphis, Tennessee. Probably doing They don't do that in Memphis? No, I was doing something else. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but, <laughs> no, I was... We don't want to go there. I, I, no, we don't want to go there. But, no, uh, no I was... Well, you were playing? I was playing. I was playing music. I was playing some R&B music. R&B. And what band were you in in 1969? Uh, well, I was working with uh, the Bill Black Combo. The Bill Black Combo. Oh, Dude, yeah. you had a hit record. Well, 1961. That's right. Yeah. I was just a mere child in 61. Yeah, Most but... of the people in this band were children. When we went out to the to the monument, you know, oh, they, yeah. they told us what age most right. of us were. I'm nine years old. I was 11. Pissed me off. I know, I know. I was, I was a good 22. 
I was dancing around so much my microphone fell out. Wardrobe malfunction. A wardrobe malfunction, but that's all you're going to see. We'll fix that later. Anyway, uh, I took off. This is a song uh, that was inspired by a, a, a folk singer from uh, Boston named uh, Joe Bones who was playing at Key West back in those days. So uh, we'll send it out to Joe Bones and Country Joe McDonald tonight. Uh, That was the Woodstock show from July 17th. Here is the next show, Saturday, July 19th, and that was from Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, big change this time is that Jimmy dropped the Summertime Blues opening. This had been the first song for every show up till now, but instead Jimmy launched into song number two, starting the show with Brown Eyed Girl. Another slight change was moving Scarlet Begonias from its usual place in the encores into the main body of the show. Uh, Brendan Mayer also had a new song. Uh, he's been performing Getaway Car prior to this, but tonight he sang a song called Something to Say. And uh, another change was Where the People Our Parents Warned Us About, which was one of the encore songs. Um, they usually launch into a bit of twist and shout in the middle of the song, and they did do it this time, but then they repeated that verse and launched into a different song. And uh, you'll be able to hear that at the end of this upcoming concert montage from the Boston Show on Saturday, July 19. This one really is for you because uh, once upon a time in the land of way back before uh, 
before the Coral Reefer Band was even the Coral Reefer Band, and I was uh, struggling around playing around little bars out in Cambridge and Paul's Mall. Thank you, Don Mall. Uh, Boston was one of the first places to play this song, and, uh, and it was great because, uh, you know, it, it, the, the record companies were so generous in those days. They just, they just, they just threw money at you. So uh, I got enough money after I had a hit record to buy a Boston Whaler. And, uh, $750 check, that's what I got. And I went right out and bought a boat, just like a wise man should. So uh, I'd like to I'd like to thank New England for my Boston Whaler, and uh, I've never done it. Thirteen six Whaler, the Forty Johnson, come on. Well, I told you we had a little special uh, surprise for you tonight because uh, for those of you who uh, have sent your kids off to school, spent good hard-earned money, and in the great educational system in the city of Boston. Here's a tale. We have the fabulous musical Mayer family right now over here. You know Peter Mayer right there. Some of you know, may know young son Brendan Mayer right there. A recent graduate from Boston University with a degree in history. Now, I can relate, right Brendan? I am a history major, too. And Brendan said to me, remember that first day when you went in and they told you, you have chosen a field in which you're going to get so rich in history. It's going to make you so much money. I mean, history people, you, you can't, they can't pay them enough. That's what they told us. So Brendan gets a degree and... And he, uh, as he said, his mother told him, you know, but what we spend at BU, we could have bought you a house. If it had been door number three, which door would you have chosen? We'll get back to you on the answer. Let me think about it. <laughs> but anyway, look at poor Pete over there. Yeah, poor Pete. Poor Pete paid those bills and Brendan winds up in the goddamn Coral Reefer Bank. With a history degree! That's her! Yeah. So, uh, Brennan's playing along. We're gonna, you're gonna get to hear a little more of it, but I just thought that all of you people who are sending your kids to college, here's what happens. After they get that history degree, hopefully they will get, uh, they'll get like uh, some, a roommate that knows three chords on the guitar. They teach them those three chords because you really do it to meet girls. There's no other reason to do this. It's not about furthering your musical ability. It's about meeting chicks in a bar with three chords. And look what happened. There's a mountain up in the uh, woods of northwest Maine. That, uh, is act there's an active volcano up there. I go up to those woods a lot. Right near Mount Katahdin, there's an active volcano. And it's erupting tonight. What's the name of the volcano? What's the name of the, mount, what's the, name of the volcano? Mount Lobsteramus. 
it's, a, it's in the shape of a giant lobster and it, it spews lava and watch, I'll show it to you. Yeah, Mount Lobster Ramos, it's up in the main north woods, it is. I thought it would be a treat to uh, have Mr. McInerney tell you about this song that I think is just wonderful and uh, he plays it quite well. So Mr. McInerney, six time CMA musician of the year. Surrounded by beach balls. And that's the Jimmy Buffett of the year for quite a few consecutive years in a row there too as well. That was the Boston Show from Saturday, July 19th. You'd think the next show would be on a Tuesday, but it was actually on Monday, July 21st, and it was the show from Cincinnati, Ohio. And a big surprise, uh, Jimmy changed the first song of the previous concert. A big surprise for tonight's show was that he started with Finns in honor of Cincinnati. And instead of Brown Eyed Girl as the second song, they brought back Fruitcakes. And they also brought back Only Time Will Tell. Uh, here are the highlights from the Cincinnati show on Monday, July 21st. What else you want to know about the old days? Well, no, that's I it. I know what you want to get to. No, I the know. The lingerie show. That's right. 
Thank you very much. Thank you. The lingerie show. Let's talk about it. It's here for the lingerie okay. show. Okay, can anybody tell me who bought the complete line of lingerie? Art Neville? No, Art no. Neville wasn't there. No, he was. He, he was, was there. there. He, he was, was there. there. He was there. Right. Uh, uh, right Bama. Uh, right Bama. はい、マイクフォースゴーダウン。アイムトライトゲットスウェイトアゲットナーバスゴーダウン。アイムトライトゲットスウェイトアゲットナーバスゴーダウン。アイムトライトゲットスウェイトアゲットナーバスゴーダ
Bitch, I'm gonna slap you. <laughs> I feel good. You, you do. I, yeah, you gonna see the James, I'm gonna see the James, James Brown, Brown movie on Sunday. Yeah. Ow, you know where I'm gonna go see the, the premiere? You gotta go see it. We're gonna plug Brian Grazer and uh, Mr. Jagger and Victoria's movie. It's a Get On Up. Get the on James up, Brown yeah. story. I, I can't wait. The to world see premiere is uh, next Sunday night. Uh, at the Apollo Theater in Harlem. All right. We've played the Apollo Theater. You did. I did. I played the Apollo Theater. Did I do? I feel good. Oh, yeah. James Brown, movie, Apollo. Ow, oh. Get on up. Get on up. Get so, on up. So you feeling good? I feel real good. Okay, we're going out now. Yeah. Cincinnati right. tonight. Oh, man, river. We're going up river. Up river. But right now we're going out there and we're going to spark them because we're starting just... Let me just explain something. We're coming out of the blocks. Seriously charging out of the blocks tonight. If, okay. we, if you were in Pamplonia and we were the bulls, we would gore your ass. Oh, no. That's how fast we're coming out tonight. Oh, my. On that, show number 56 in beautiful Cincinnati, Ohio. Thank you. So, after 55 shows, we thought... Mac and I were talking last night with that. Well, why don't we just open with Finn? That was, that was a creative side to it, but then the master of logic said, you know, there are a lot of people that probably have never seen Finn's because it's so late in the show. <laughs> and, uh, and so, as we know, we've had Finn's that did, we've had friends that didn't make it to Finn's, you know? So, uh, for all of you who've never heard that song before because you might have been overserved or something, there you go. That's the least I can do for a bunch of fruitcake. The future to infinity and beyond. Fourteen years past the millennium, and we haven't learned a thing except how to have safe sex and make our phones not ring. But I clung to my Bob Marley tape. I practice what I preach. I get John lost in the reggae and still walk along the beach. But I'm controlling my stress level. Time to, to take a little puff. It's a jungle out there, kitty. Hang on to your good stuff. I was doing this song, and we did it the other night in Boston because I, I referred to a gentleman that I played with that first night there named Joe Bones from Provincetown, Massachusetts. And uh, I didn't know whether he was still with us or not, but goddamn, the internet brought, came through. Joe Bones is alive and kicking. So, Joe Bones, wherever you are, we're going down to the old Anchor Inn. So, uh, I love the fact that always when we come to River Bend, there, it's named because it's on a bend in the river. Did you know that, Mike? I did. Yes. It took me about four years to figure that one out. Yes, our ancestors, they were quite creative people, weren't they? Let's see, let me picture this. They're sitting in a tavern. Of course. There were several taverns on the Ohio, if I remember correctly, from the stories I read. What are we going to call this river? I don't know. We will call it Ben. The guy's name was Ben. And if it was Ben, Ben the River, he was a Frenchman. And that's... No, no, no. 
Volcano on the uh, Ohio West Virginia state line. What's, a, what's, a, what's the name of that volcano? It, it's called Mount Chili Dogus. It is Mount Chili Dogus. It's uh, it was discovered by a, a man from Cincinnati who liked the skyline chili dogs. To, he had an ex-wife that chased him out of Ohio, and we got to the West Virginia border. It's something like that, but I don't know. I don't. Know. <laughs> Mother, mother, the words of that great river rat. <laughs> okay, I'll stop there. Okay. <laughs> that great river rat, Ben de Rivier, he was a pirate on the Ohio River. Big pirate. He was larger than Mike Feet. Ben de Rivier, you'll hear about him. But this pirate lived in Key West, Florida, that I wrote this one about, but. I think there's a little bit of pirate in this town and everybody that loves this little steam. That was the Cincinnati show from Monday, July 21st. That leads us into the next show, which was in Burgettstown, Pennsylvania, Wednesday, July 23rd. And probably the most noticeable change in this set list was that Summertime Blues was brought back as the opening song. But we've got more highlights than that, and so here is the highlights package, the concert montage from Burgesstown, Pennsylvania, from Wednesday, July 23rd. We're in Burgesstown, PA. We'll see you on Saturday night we'll in uh, Detroit, Comerica. The Motor City! The yes. Motor City, but tonight, man, watch this crowd. They get going. You know what? I want to say before I go, Pittsburgh Steelers fans are the most traveled fans in the NFL. Somehow they... There are more people that leave and go to away games than any other uh, team in the NFL. They must love their Steelers. They do love their Steelers here. I, I love fan loyalty. You know yeah, you that. Bet. You bet. I don't love those Steelers that much. No, I know. I love fan loyalty. Oh, who, who I'm going to get killed. I know. Right over there in West Virginia, That's there's right. another team. Who that? Who that? Go say it. Say they're going to beat them Saints. Okay. I got a tour of Burgesstown today. I went all the way through, you know. There was a little traffic problem, so I got a tour of the city today. It was great. I like the fact that the dialysis center is next to the local bar. I was just, I made that connection tonight. people come, people come to this show, let's just be honest here, they do not really give a shit what night it is. Thank you. When we go to town, it's Saturday night. So, we have these big sessions. We go away and have think tanks. Uh, don't we? Eh, eh, maybe. Anyway, it came, up, it came up at a meeting. I think Mac did it. Mac said, well, everybody in Pittsburgh starts the weekend on Thursday. Why don't we let them start it on Wednesday? This came from, well, the source was something I was worried about because it's a man that only drinks two times a year. But when he does, when he does, mild-mannered Mac McAnally turns into Johnny Spring Break. 
So if you want to know why you're here on Wednesday night, it's his fault. Am I correct? Did you play the mullet tallest Mac McAnally six-time CMA Musician of the Year? But more importantly, I've played the mullet toss. I knew that. I knew somebody in this band had played the mullet toss. Would you explain the mullet toss to, to our friends here? It's a pretty complex deal. Okay, oh my God. You drink and you throw fish. As opposed to drink and throw up. It's a two-part deal, yes. Uh, throwing throwing up, up is optional. And you throw fish across the state line. That's it. And the one that gets the furthest gets more drinks. More drinks. Sounds logical to me. Because I, too, have played the Molotovs. So we're taking you down there right now. Do not throw any fish at us while we're doing this song, all right? We got a few weather things to deal with, but uh, no floods tonight. No. We're not going to be knee deep around here anytime soon. Or well, maybe we just might be. Might get knee deep in some besides water. What? What did you have in mind, old wise one? There were, there were several PG things just floated through my enormous head. <laughs> I don't want to go into no, let's your not. enormous head. Let's not go in my enormous head. That's bad. I think you should save all this chatter for your big number coming up. But there, there's a big active volcano right on the uh, Pennsylvania-West Virginia border over there. It's called... You want to know the name of it? Yeah, I would love to. The name of the active volcano, we should know that because there might be a volcano warning. Any minute there could be a volcano going off out here. It's called, it's called, called Mount Batumana Chili Papas. It's a, it's a Greek volcano. Mount Batumana Chili Papas. Chili Papas. Now, now who's DD? Man, that's DD. <laughs> Oh boy. Well, it was only going to be Mount Bituminous, but I just tried to push it. Yeah, you did, didn't you? And I, and I didn't make it. Oh, so. in the and there are pirates in that audience, Mr. Mike. There's a very famous group of pirates that ran down the Ohio River, you know, between, you know, all the cities down where the Ohio meets the Mississippi, and his, his name was Ben the Rivier. Bend the river. Bend the river. Yeah. <laughs> and who has a baseball team named the Pirates? That's right. Sun, baby. 
So there you go. There are four of the five shows from the third leg of the tour. We're all set, primed for the Detroit show. The next time you hear from us, we'll be able to get right into the Detroit show and we'll be able to keep the tour chronology. We won't have to skip around, jump ahead or anything like that. Ah, this is going to work out so well. Now, the only bad thing is that it looks like rain is is forecast for Saturday, but uh, we'll find out how that goes. Um, really don't have much to say about the Saturday show. I'm not exactly... We still haven't figured out uh, what we're doing Saturday, so we'll be able to uh, tell you all about that in our next episode. Probably go into needless detail about everything about our Saturday show. But we're looking forward to it, uh, Jimmy and John Fogarty at Comerica Park on July 26th. Cue the theme song. Short summer, long day, hit the beaches, catch some rain, hibernate till June, live it up, it's gone too soon. Let's laugh.